Create with France Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to my show which is Create with France and today we have Dinara with us again. Hello. Hi France, thanks for, thanks for having me again. Yeah, well, it's just becoming a habit here. We tend to get everyone back because we like to hear what they can offer. And today, and as we know, this episode will air in February. So we know that this is something that happens every year. At least for the jingles like me, this happens. You go in December, everybody's eating, 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 eating. January, the gym is full. <laughs> everyone is at the gym. Good proposals, good idea. I've been to a coach. I'm going to do this and I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be running 20 miles a day. I'm going to do this. February, gym is back to the original number, plus one or two that will survive another couple of months. And then we start procrastinate. We can't do it. I'm too busy. Oh, I'm something else. I don't really know. I don't feel like it. So what's the big title of this podcast episode, guys? It must be procrastination. And that's why we have the experts here. Dilara will talk to us and tell us what are the symptoms of procrastination. Okay. Hi, everyone. So, yeah. So, obviously, well, that one of the first, the first symptom is in the title, really. So, that's delaying the important tasks or starting something and not actually finishing. And when this feeling of overwhelm comes, it's like, okay, I can't do anything. It's that like all or nothing thinking as well that like hinders us towards progressing with our goals. So delaying the tasks, as I said, then that you get that sense of stagnation um, and unfulfillment due to unfinished tasks or due to the tasks that you haven't even started. Um, and then there's this intention action gap, right? So where your intention is amazing i'm gonna start doing this i'm gonna start as you said exercising i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do this for six months and my body is gonna be amazing for summer and then when it comes to action it's like all deflates kind of a thing the motivation is gone and you're like oh okay not today not today and then three months has passed and you know you haven't been to the gym since january so that's one of the um really big big ones for procrastination is the gym is the the favorite example isn't it um then there's stress and anxiety that comes from also not completing what you set out to complete um and from like things just piling up because if you delay delay things to the last minute and then suddenly everything needs doing now Um, and then you get stressed and anxious and it acts like uh, this circle. So you procrastinate, you get anxious and you get stressed and then you go, I'm not going to do anything. So it's like procrastinate, stress, anxiety, back to procrastination. And it's like almost this overwhelming loop that you can't really get out from. Um, then there's your chronic procrastination that actually takes over everything, not just one aspect of your life but like majority of aspects of your life it can even influence your relationships because if you know if you can imagine you live with someone and you can't really do simple tasks in the home or simple tasks on um, I don't know booking a holiday and stuff like that and everything is on the other person that just creates that toll and um, 
um, toll on that relationship as well. Um, then there's decisions, the, the inability to make decisions, right? Even minor issues can lead to that like indecision and delayed actions. Um, overwhelm, that overwhelm comes back. Um, again, and when there's so many things coming at us, because our lives are so busy these days, um, people just tend to like throw in the towel and just go, I'm not going to do anything. And it's not that it's, it's not actually conscious decision. It's, it's something that comes from your subconscious, from the parts of your mind that you're not aware of. And you think like, oh my God, like I'd really, really want to do that. And there are negative consequences for not doing it. But it seems like you just are not able to start or to finish or to actually even do that. Um, then there's this avoidance of discomfort. So if there's anything dis uh, that creates discomfort in my life or within my emotions, um, like difficulty of a task or um, uncertainty of certain things, um, then you know the procrastination kicks in again and it's um it's really limiting it like limits your personal growth limits um, business growth career growth because you're avoiding these important life challenges that would take you to that next level you're avoiding to get out of that comfort zone so these are kind of the main ones um, I've got lots on the roots and on the causes of procrastination and on there's obviously the link with perfectionism is very strong as well because uh, perfectionists tend to procrastinate a lot and we we spoke about perfectionism in previous episode as well so I won't like um, expand on that too much but I'll just touch on the link a little bit. Wow guys so I'm sure that each of us at some point will experience a measure of procrastination. So something we don't like to do, everything is going well in our life, but maybe just the exercise part, maybe just that. And also, I just wanted to ask out of curiosity, is it um, something that you find more if a person is suffering from hyperactivity or autism as well, where the multiple inputs of having lots and lots of things to do will block you from doing everything because it's too much stimuli? I'm just asking because I've no, I don't know. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I've come um, come across cases um, that people sometimes it's not just procrastination; it's all other various uh, mental health conditions like depression. Um, because depression by itself, you're so depressed you can't even, you know. Some people are so depressed they can't get up and take a shower, you know not even talking about going to the gym or anything like that, or like milder forms of depression where, where you, you don't even find any joy in doing things that you love. So you, the procrastination comes together with depression and it's almost always. Um, then there's an anxiety. So anxiety can cause procrastination as well because when you're overly anxious and you can't deal with those feelings, you just like, kind of get into that spiral of negative thinking um, and anxiety. ADHD as well. Um, so with ADHD, there's different, uh, although I'm not like, I'm not an expert in ADHD, but like there are different various advice um, 
hubs outside in the internet and you can just you know if you feel like you've got that ADHD you can just research and uh, and and see how to deal with that but the procrastination is very common with ADHD even though you think like there's this hyperactivity as you said um but the other side of that hyperactivity is procrastination and burnout as well you can be burnout and you didn't you don't even know it so you might need to address the burnout for the progress for procrastination to actually go away mm. if that makes sense yeah and also procrastination as you said can be just simple overwhelming you have so much to do like for example if you're a new mom and you have a full house with lots of kids school meetings school run in the morning you will be procrastinating all those stuff including self-care because you you don't think there is any time it's just impossible so you end up with lots of tasks to do end up spending the weekends uh, cooking cleaning tidying up and ironing and there might be other priorities but you just cannot see them done and so you procrastinate them until maybe you're very ill or you go in in an emotional breakdown because you have not realized what's actually going on it was too much for your plate so procrastination isn't something that we should just automatically shame people in and say oh you're just so lazy so many faces isn't it is yeah quite a big thing so um, did you have any story of somebody that got better at procrastination <laughs> Uh yeah, yeah, I have a few actually. Um so I had like um I had this young gentleman who was like very much he just didn't seem to move a finger when it came to his business. Um and that and that's that's one of the things that sometimes procrastination can only affect certain areas. And the the thing with him was that he from the age of like 5 or 6 he didn't feel like he was important um to his family to his parents like you know as kids we also put certain meanings that not true um to the actions or inactions of our parents so he didn't feel that he was important hence he didn't progress with tasks and things that were actually important to him. So he was okay of the, doing bit, little bits and pieces. And this comes to moms as well. Um I've noticed that a lot of women who are new moms especially, they can do a lot of things for other people and for their children, but when it comes to them, they don't feel that they are important enough to be doing these things for themselves. So for him it was his business. His business was really important for him, but because he didn't feel like he was important, he just couldn't bring himself to start actually actioning things that would move that needle forward, right? And um yeah, and then during the session this was the most bizarre session for me because he just literally was sitting there and saying how his he feels energies were spinning around him and he's like I'm in a spin I'm just like I don't know what's happening and what you've done but I'm in a spin oh my god these energies there and there and I'm like okay so I'm just sitting and he's like you know kind of feeding back information what's happening to um to him and how he's feeling in his body and it was just most amazing and most bizarre session and then 
yeah, I've checked in with him the day after. He's like, oh my God, I'm feeling better. I've started this and I've started that for my business. And uh, I know where it's all coming from now. So, um, so yes, that was, I've chose, I've chosen this example because it was just so bizarre for me as well to just like kind of see, because it was like 20 minutes of him going through these like weird motions and energetic changes um, for them to, for them to just get through the breakthrough basically. And how exciting to see that your life is falling more into pieces and in the correct pieces of a puzzle that you have envisioned on the 1st of January when we all set up, oh yeah, this year going to be doing this differently. And I don't know why we always fall by January, February time, you know, like, oh, let's go back to old, old, old and known thing. And, and this guy obviously had something that we all share, this emotional load that is there. And sometimes we, oh, I cannot really afford therapy, but can you afford to keep living with a problem? Sometimes that's the other question. How is that going to affect you? And sometimes I'm not sure with procrastination as such, but it has broken relationships that if a person has an emotional issue that is affecting the whole family, eventually one of the two might just say, we have enough because they're not dealing with that, you know? So it's always a, a sharp two-edged sword to accept that, you know? Um, so the steps for healing, the steps for healing. I accept that you are a therapist and I'm a therapist. So we all are for therapy, but um, let's give some practical advice to the people who want to get rid of this procrastination and what, what are the steps that you would suggest? Yeah. Um, so one of the steps that I suggest is just catching yourself in that moment when you know you need to do something and you just can't bring yourself to doing it so changing that mindset and changing that perception from all or nothing thinking to like I'm gonna learn and grow here just shifting that perception that also that every decision is permanent and then you cannot change it later right because this is where I find a lot of people um, get stuck because they think oh my god what if I do this and it doesn't work or even I don't like it at the end I start doing it and I don't like it what what then well you can always change it so just think about you know if you're doing something especially when it comes to career or business and stuff like that where stakes seem to be high just reevaluate and kind of sit with yourself and think okay so if this doesn't work out can I change it yes I can because you, you can always change anything so this is like a mindset shift that really helped me and really helped some of my clients as well and actually I did have recently I had um, a session with someone who like really felt this advice worked for her in her business and how she can actually now start developing something uh, for herself and if she doesn't feel like she wants to do it she can always change it you know it's not it doesn't have to be forever and that commitment and that's it till death us apart you know no it's it's these things that can be changed so there's one of the things just don't look at it as either I'm doing or I'm not doing at all. Uh, look at it as a learning opportunity 
and as it's something that's going to help you grow in whatever area of your life you're trying to do that action right so there's one of them yeah two um (laughs) you have more for us we're so eager to yeah i have more i have more Uh, because obviously procrastination and setting goals is quite like closely related or setting goals and then procrastinating on them yeah so setting these realistic goals that are aligned with your values and desires is quite important for procrastinators because they already lack that motivation if the goals that you set are not actually aligned with your values and desires it is going to be much much harder to achieve it and then once you do set that goal break these Uh, break the goal down to smaller tasks because then you can track the progress and that especially works for perfectionists because perfectionists want everything to be done now so when they set that bigger goal and they don't achieve it tomorrow then they tend to like just leave it and procrastinate on it and not even start doing it so breaking it to the smaller tasks really works for this all or nothing um and you know need to be need to happen tomorrow i've got i've got no patience person because then they'll be able to see that they can do small tasks and they can track them and they can see the progress and they can feel that sense of achievement you know i really agree and i have um let's say some really true life experience with myself <laughs> so just just to say not all therapists are perfect in fact we're very far from perfect and we all have the same problem that you have we just know where to go for free therapy <laughs> so it's different but just an example i do too many things photography illustration sewing podcasting youtube yay it never ends so you get a, you get you got a you're gonna have a trouble eventually filling up every box because you don't have a time in 24 hours a day. So since July, I have this pile, literally a pile of things that need to be going through a sewing machine, hems, things that are too long, because I'm quite short, so I need everything to be shortened, and um, things to be repaired. I, I like to have my garments fitting properly, so pick up and do so. It requires you know a lot of time to pull them up, put them down, try again when I get cold. So the pile has been growing, because I keep thinking, oh, well, I want to do two because by the time I set up a sewing machine, it's going to take me too long. I wait until I have three or four mistakes because now I have this huge pile of style or style, yeah, or stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be able to tackle this over Christmas and this and that. And so it became like a, a mental clutter that is always telling me, it's in my to-do list every week, do a sewing, do a sewing. And then I sat there and I said, you're a coach, right? <laughs> You're a coach. Do what you coach people from. And I was like, well, I cannot do all those, but sure I can do one a day. And that was it. Now I'm almost finished with a whole pile. I've just done one a day. And if you start there, the machine is out, things are going, you have thread everywhere, but you're getting on with the job. So I think that this is a big thing. The energy goes where your focus is. So if you're focused on what is not happening, you're going to have this gloomy energy. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. This is terrible. But if you are focused on something that you can do, the, the light is up in the tunnel and the brain tells you, well, you can do this, you can do something else. And it gives you a lot more energy 
to continue. And then from that, you get more motivation. And like Mel Robbins always says, do not wait for motivation to do anything because you're never going to do anything. It's true. It's not motivation. You have just to do it like in the morning when you pick up your children from school or take them or whatever, and it's pouring down with rain and it's freezing cold and it's windy and it's dark. Do you actually want to be out there in the cold or taking your dog out? You don't, but you do it because you love your kids or love your dogs or whatever. And I saw people running out in the rain, running in the cold, like a month ago. I'm like, what the hell is doing running in the rain? It was pouring and they were running. What was more important for them? The comfort and motivation or just, or just achieving that goal? So it's like when you get out and about, you just do it. Don't think too much, isn't it? So overthinking is my way of getting procrastination. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you have this to you. Just thinking too much, I'm like, uh, just dropped. I just cannot do it, friends. I just don't want to hear that anymore. It's a silly excuse. And with me, it works. I just shut myself up and shut the negative committee they're talking. I'm like, you have too much to do. Yeah, that's that's what's called analysis paralysis, isn't it? You overanalyze it and then you feel fat paralyzed and that, you know, you're in that freeze zone. I'm like, I can't do anything because my head says I need to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. I've actually recently had that and I woke up in the morning and all these thoughts of all the to-do lists came to my mind like, oh my God, there's so many. And then I thought, all right, so, you know, what do I need to do today? Like, what is most important for me to do today that can't wait till tomorrow and it has to be done? Just pick a few things. So I picked three things that needed to be done today. Three things, I can do them, definitely can do them. Every And all overwhelm went. It literally shifted just like that. And um, once I've done these three things, I've done the fourth and the fifth because I'm already, okay, I've done them earlier than expected. So I might as well do another couple of things, you know, from that list. So, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Remember that video that has been all over Facebook last year about this general, he's giving a talk to the soldiers that they were graduating and says, make your bed first. If you make your bed first in the morning, really perfectly as we do in the army, you achieve something amazing. And now you go with sense of achievement and that carries for the whole day. But if you leave that bed in there, um, it's something undone that is on the back of your mind. I haven't made a bed. I haven't done this. The room is still a mess. For some people, they would not trigger anything. But for other people, would say, yeah, you haven't even done that. Come on, get a move. So the message here is we can get better. You have to want to get better. No excuses. Leave excuses at the door. Okay. Get treated if there is a condition there, you know, get some good advice and then get on. Because honestly, if you feel that you can't do anything until you feel like it, all you're going to do is eat and eat ice cream the whole day. Because what? Do, does anyone here feel like working? Or being out in the cold weather and just helping others? No, we all feel like doing nothing most of the times, you know. I'm not saying nothing, but entertainment. Uh, but human nature wants us to reach something. And the thing is, procrastination is a really thief. It's a real thief of life because it destroys your dreams. Yeah? yeah. So lots of women entrepreneurs in the group I am, they say, oh, I've been doing this and this. I really want to get to the big job. I really want to do that other job. I got all the skills, but I keep doing course after course after course. I can, and I can never, I procrastinate to next year 
when I have peace, when I have that, if I procrastinate, because they don't believe in themselves, so they don't live a dream, so they are unfulfilled and unhappy. And, oh, it's getting bigger and bigger. Oh, no, now I've been only five years from retirement. I might as well not do it. It just, it keeps rolling, doesn't it? So procrastination yeah. is a thief of time as well. And for all ages, it starts yeah. when you're a teenager. Definitely. It's definitely a, a thief of joy, you know, and a thief, as you said, a thief of life. Because if you just sit and do nothing all the time. Imagine, like imagine just for a second. I think that's going to be a good exercise for everyone. I just came up with it. <laughs> imagine you don't do anything for one day, okay? Don't do anything for two days, then a week, then a month, then three months. Imagine you haven't done anything in a year. How does that feel? Awful. I'd be so depressed. Exactly. So it's it's that loop, as I said, you know, procrastination, anxiety, procrastination, the same with depression as well. Mm. The procrastination and procrastinating for that long will definitely cause you to get depressed. So, you know, what would you rather? Would you rather start actually doing something and start getting help? if that is really, really a big, huge issue for you? Or would you rather be at the same point in the year's time? I'm talking about a year. What about 10 years? That's a good closing question. Where do you want to be in 10 years' time? Let, let's get to your offer. I know you're preparing something very special for the audience. What is it? What is it? Okay, yes. Yeah, so I have got a free masterclass. And the masterclass is specifically designed for procrastinators and perfectionists. And it's called Overcome Negative Thinking, Get Out of That Free Zone and Achieve Your Goals. And in that masterclass, I teach literally how to overcome that negative thinking, that catastrophizing thinking, how to not get stuck in that free zone and actually start moving that needle towards your goal and how to set proper goals for your own not not follow someone's template how they want to set set the goals but what works for you how to find out what works for you and basically I show in that masterclass step by step how to do that and how to set these goals that are achievable and you'll be able to achieve and enjoy actually achieving them so yeah if you contact me I can just send you the link uh, where it's stored and you can get free access to that and um, yeah get your um, get your things moving for the whole 2024 yeah. and later and do not procrastinate <laughs> yes. taking action not... and clicking on that link <laughs> thank yes <you. laughs> so thank you so much for being with us and I hope everyone that you have enjoyed this episode because I thought it was really important for me to remind myself of all the stuff that is there you can't see but there's a lot of stuff there that says take care of me <laughs> so we all have that and, and I'm so glad that we talked to Dinara today so we know a little bit more on how to get to create the life that we want by overcoming procrastination so thank you everyone and click like share review whatever you want positive positive reviews and hopefully i'll see you all next time take care bye bye thanks for having me bye bye
You've listened to Create with France Sydney.